0: I spent so much time learning how to do cool crafts in all these games, and then when I'm done, I don't know how to do anything but play a cool game. So I figured, let's actually try to learn some of the cool stuff we learn in those games.
1: Good evening, adventurers. Thank you for accepting the quest of listening to the Making Geeks podcast, the podcast for makers, families, and geeks. Good evening, travelers. Hello.
0: Hello. Well met. I I dig the D&D vibe we got going on. Well, hello and well met, travelers.
2: (laughs) And for those of you on the audio podcast, you might notice a different voice here with us today. We have a special guest. We have Kit from the SkillTree YouTube channel. How you doing, Kit?
0: Hey there. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Thank you for inviting me tonight. Very very happy to be here. Of course, glad to have you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we like talking to content creators about their content, especially if it you know fits within our theme. And you definitely fit within our theme.
0: Do I, I check say. the do I check the boxes? Did you I... check you check all the boxes.
1: Yeah, Geek that
3: makes things. I mean, you make a... stuff. I mean, it's. I am
0: a card carrying geek that makes things. It's true. There you go.
3: <laughs>
2: So before we get into all the details of who you are and your backstory, like we do like to do, let's do a quick once around and see what everybody is up to this week. Wes, how about you?
3: I am spending hopefully the last uh, amount of time I'm willing to put into my replacement of a uh, save battery on an old school retro Super Nintendo cartridge. I have been working on and off on this video for a while. And of course, once I dive into these things, into the edit I'm like oh that'd be cool if I did this oh that, that'd that be cool if I did that and it's just like a Pandora's box of um stuff that just keeps coming at me and uh, the feature creep is real uh trying to you know keep it at bay uh I think I think I've mostly uh succeeded hopefully I'll have it out before the podcast airs so that'd be nice um nice finishing touches um a couple extra shots and looking forward to that how about you guys? Pretty cool. I have
1: been uh, knee knocker deep. Yay. Hey. Yeah. So like this is a total aside. Uh, I have been utilizing a friend of mine's uh, shop because he has tools that I don't like a working bandsaw, saw and, and things like that. Uh, and he was in the Marines. And so uh, today, earlier today, while I was uh, in his shop yet again, um, you know, cutting out pieces for this God of War cabinet that I'm working on. I was like, hey, you know, on the podcast last week, we were talking about uh, phrases and isms in the Navy. And so we were comparing uh, we were comparing isms or or phrases from the Navy and the Marines because he was in the Marines. A lot of them. There was a lot of crossover. There was (laughs) there was something that I'm like, nope, that's that's not what Wes said. Um, I can't remember them. They were pretty raunchy, but uh, they were. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds about right. The, the ones that did cross over I was like, yeah, hey, I know that one I did that means rumor or drinking fountain or it was it was pretty cool to uh you know have have an applicable use for the stuff that we talk about here well, on the, did on the show. did he
3: did he actually tell you what marine stands for uh,
1: hmm? n- no I told him that um my dad my grandpa, my dad was in the Navy, my grandpa was in the Marines and my dad constantly. Pokes at my grandpa. He's like, "Yeah, who signs your checks?" <laughs> right. Because the Department of the Navy. Well, Because the Marines are sure. Department of the Navy. Yeah, but no, he didn't. Uh, he didn't enlighten me as to what Marines stand for. Enlighten us, Wes. It
3: stands for my ass rides in Navy equipment, sir.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and
3: Navy stands for never again volunteer yourself. So. We're not afraid of poking our own bear, I guess. See, so this heard... is the things that we learn on the
1: Making Geeks podcast. Very educational.
2: So I was with the Acronym for the Marines of the US MC fit for Uncle Sam's Melissa children. Just throwing that out there too. Anyways. Throw back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have I have been uh, working on the Scott of War cabinet. I it is I'm doing a collaboration with Brett McAfee over at Skull and Spade. He did all of the metal work for this cabinet. I'm doing all the woodwork. And I committed to him to have the video out tomorrow, even though the cabinet is not done. Uh, <laughs> and so I have been, for all of my free time that I've had, I've desperately been trying to put this thing together. It's coming together beautifully. The rune work that I, uh, I did looks great. Uh, the uh, emb- embossing, I don't even know what you call it, the leafing of the wood to make it look like metal turned out way better than I thought it was going to look. And then the the I finally figure out what design to do on the back of the cabinet. Uh, I'm going to do the big God of War snake, and then uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna paint all of my family's hands in glue and have them put their handprint on the back of the cabinet, and then gold leaf over the handprints. So just like in the game, the gold handprint on the tree in the very beginning of the game, I'm gonna repl- replicate that uh, on the back of it. So it's gonna have all of our handprints as this like this permanent reminder of, you know, the thing that we made together. I am so excited for this project. I am not excited for the next 16 hours. uh, Cause it's going to be, it's probably going to be insane. It's going to be insane. Not only finishing the cabinet, uh, doing the knot work for the header, but also the video. Uh, But once it's done, it'll be done. And I can like, you know dust my dust my hands off sit down relax breathe for a second and then get up and do it again
0: <laughs> do Man, it again on my next project no joke too like yeah. <laughs> that's taking you should, a long time. You should
2: uh, reserve a panel and do an engraving that spoils the end of the game
0: <laughs> <laughs> double
2: your views right there they might be hate views but they're still views
0: it's true people are like you know what this guy did He's like no and then they watch it <gasps> he did hateful the,
3: comments are still engagement yep
1: yeah
0: it's mm-hmm. true
2: he was dead the whole time. You need some controversy there, Donovan.
1: <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm uh, – um, so Kit and I had a pretty lengthy conversation a few days ago about content and about YouTube. And um, video length is one of those. And so one of the things I'm doing with this video is that it's going to be a little bit longer. The style and tone is going to be slightly different uh, than my content lately because I'm still constantly playing around with things. But it is, it is going to be a longer form content. So it'll be interesting to see how it's uh, how it's received.
0: That it will be that'll be fun.
2: Well, I suppose I get a video out this week. Um, it was done. I submitted it to the the sponsor, and they have some changes that they need because they gave me some information that it was not accurate. Um, so that happens when things are lost in translation sometimes. Um, so I have that one's kind of in a holding pattern, and I have one more obligated video I have to do. Uh, probably before the end of next week for one more laser review. And then I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, shut off the valve and do no more for, uh, for the rest of the year. I said that once already. And then I got a, a new <laughs> laser three days later. So I'm going to say that again and maybe I'll get the laser I want finally, but we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, other than that, that's, that's just about it. Uh, for me. So,
0: yeah, I, I feel your pain this week. Uh, we, we were rushing to get out so i just made those uh, a video that has these uh leather bracers and kind of hidden inside of the leather bracers are like lock picks and everything in cool. in yeah thanks um everything in the d d uh you know 5e thieves tools set is is housed in the bracers but we were sponsored by simply save on that one and I, I you know we had set kind of a hard date and like it was one of those projects where it just started off by being like basic, like, you know, rogue bracers or whatever. Maybe you can slide a knife in there or whatever. Really basic, just something to kind of catch up a little bit and something that we can tie into the simply safe thing fairly easily. Um, and then I'm me, I mean to to your point, Wes, where it's just like that feature creep goes on where I'm like, but wouldn't it be cool if so now I'm like grinding metal to make lock picks and I'm <laughs> it's just is so dumb how much stuff I put actually but that's the parts that make me excited about yeah. it right like it's if i'm just busting out a project for the sake of busting out a project that it, it shows in the camera i'm not having fun but like i love them now they're so cool but man did that put me down to the wire awful uh, my poor editor maddie too is like you did what <laughs> I'm like i made it cooler she's like but i have to edit it and that's going to be like an extra you know five minutes on that video i'm like but it's cool <laughs> That was my week. My week was rushing we to get know a video that done. All too well. <laughs> ah, but it was good. I feel like this has turned into like a, a YouTuber like vent session. We're just like, listen, man, these hey. are killing me.
3: <laughs> That's what we do here. <laughs> this is the a, a safe space.
0: It's a safe space. Good. Yeah,
1: Perfect. Yeah, speaking of which, um, for anybody that doesn't know you, and uh, a couple weeks ago. Your your video was my geeking out, and so we talked about it on the podcast. And I already know that some of our audience knows who you are, but just in case, they don't.
0: Who the heck am who I? Who are you? Who, who yeah, are you? no, I'm I'm Kit, um, uh, aka Clever, which is my little my little tongue in cheek name for myself, um, especially because I do a lot of dumb things on that show. Um, but I I have the the channel Skill Tree where we learn how to do just about everything. Um, basically, I, I learn new skills and I break them down for the audience to kind of show you how to do it. And it's all housed within kind of a, a nerd culture type of thing. So although we might work, like do woodworking or metalworking or smithing one day, it's always kind of bent towards a nerdy project to make it fun. Um, but yeah, that's that's me in a in a nutshell. I almost said it me in a nut bag, like I'm just crazy. it's been like i said it's been a bit of a day (laughs) so i've i've always been
2: obsessed with like origin stories so i'm curious how did you get started um doing all this for youtube
0: it looks like lightning struck a rock and i came forth um no so i i uh i always like being on camera um or actually i like being behind the camera i went to school to be behind the camera um and I, I did a lot of that for a bit. I worked for like um, some local news stations and stuff. Um, but I also always liked to work with my hands. I was a, a carpenter and a contractor for a long time as well. Um, and I've just always been one of those people who like, I can't sit still for five seconds. I'm always like, oh, I want to see if I can do this thing or whatever. Like, you know, that that child who took all the VCRs in the house apart to see if you can put it back together again. Um So uh, when I found myself kind of in, I I moved into the home I'm in currently um, and it's kind of the most rural I've ever lived. And I'm just kind of away from, I couldn't get to like a maker space anymore. I couldn't get to any of that. So I decided I I wanted to try shooting some projects. Uh, Those have never seen the light of day. Those first videos of me just being awkward. It was kind of me vlogging my day, but my day always inevitably turned into a how-to tutorial because I was always just doing, <laughs> I was always just making a thing. Um, and then eventually I decided, let you know what, apparently this is the kind of content I enjoy shooting. Uh, so I figured I'd, I'd give a go in front of the camera a little bit and, and try to share that bit that I like of um, it. And it's skill tree because I've I've always been like a huge Skyrim nerd too. In fact, the beginning of my, my channel thing, it had a longer intro that I had designed originally, where it went up and then it became like the, the the constellations like in Skyrim, and each one of those were going to be one of the things you learn. But it was such a long intro that I was like, mm, that ain't going to pan out. Um, but I, I spent so much time learning how to do cool crafts in all these games, and then when I'm done, I don't know how to do anything but play a cool game. Um, so I figured, let's actually try to learn some of the cool stuff we learned in those games. Uh, that was kind of the, the framing of it originally. Um, yeah, that's kind of the origin story. Not as glitzy as the thunder hitting or lightning hitting a rock, but there you go. Yeah.
1: So I, I kind of have a follow up to that because you you introduced a great segue, in Ooh. you're talking about the framing of it. Yes. So the conversation, part of the conversation that you and I had the other day, um, was about framing about like the package that you wrap your content in to you know to present it to youtube sure. and you you have wrapped your you have wrapped your content in this uh leather bound uh <laughs>
0: this leather bound D
1: tome uh D&D tome, uh-huh.
0: um
1: of DD like how and why did you decide to like make that as your package because like going back and, and watching your all the videos they're different there. and like we've talked to i mean we you and i talked about it they're all over the place and so sure. how did you how did you come into this process of being like okay i'm gonna take all of my stuff and i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna like wrap it. i'm gonna wrap, wrap it up in this or... par- particular packaging yeah yeah so that is that is a um a product of the youtube algorithm and the things i love right so i i love dnd i love that kind of stuff um originally with the channel i did I very much, I still do want it to be truly about everything. Like we're going to learn how to cook. We're going to learn how to sew things. We're going to learn like just, you know, out there stuff. Like I have a a farmer that lives up the street and I've already kind of talked to him and be like, can I shear your sheep someday? And he's like, yeah, I guess. Is this like a kink thing or I'm like, no, no, no. I just want to, I want to learn how to make something out of it afterwards. So you'd be on the show. Um, But so like, I, I really want to learn as much as possible. The problem is, um, is the way the algorithm works in YouTube is um, it it puts you in a box and it says this is who you are and this is the the audience that likes this thing right and it might draw some venn diagram. so i've always had trouble when there's like a new thing like you're doing a god of war thing which is great and it would actually kind of fall into my thing people who like god of war and people who like like cool medieval leather working or whatever that's a pretty tight venn diagram right but when you're going off on other things like you know larger pop culture things that don't have as much to do with with what i cover the odds of people who are looking for both of those things gets like vanishingly small and YouTube doesn't know where to put you. So when I'm doing one week I'm learning leatherworking and the next week I'm learning like to cook a steak. And then I learned like all of these things are different enough that YouTube's like, bro, I don't know where to put you. Um the people who signed up for you to learn how to cook things don't care about your leatherwork videos. The people who did the leatherwork videos, they don't care about your other videos. So the watch time goes down on each one of those. Um, so Maddie, my my editor, um, and also my DM. That's how I met her. She's the my my dungeon master. Um, she uh, she came up with a great idea. Where she's like, okay, what if we not necessarily pigeonhole ourselves into like we're just doing leathercraft videos or just doing one particular kind of skill? Because that would drive me crazy after a while. She's like, what if we try our our target audience is this. These are the people we get along with, anyways. These are the groups we hang out with, this is the stuff we love. So, this is what we're going to wrap it in and see if YouTube will say, cool, this is the group where this is the box we're going to put you in. And this is just all the stuff that happens to come in your box, right? Um, and that worked. It, it actually YouTube, it took maybe about a month or two, but then YouTube was like, Oh, this is your audience. Right. And it was, and everybody who jumped in that was like really cool and really fun and did the type of stuff we like doing. Um, so yeah, that's you know, coming with that, our, our discord blew up where it's just like all these people who really mesh well together and they're passionate about the same stuff. So it, it was a little bit roundabout to get us there. Um, but I'm, I'm really digging the place we're in now. Um, and it in my kind of the way my brain works with it is like yeah i'm, I'm teaching you to do like you know leather crafting or whatever we want to do with this particular bent to it it doesn't mean that's what you have to do you can take those same exact skills and make like wallets or purses or something whatever you're into um I, this is just what i'm wrapping it in right so um, i'm hoping a lot of people get that who come in that aren't necessarily into the nerd scene but they're like yeah but they are there's some good tips in here so we're going to stick around <laughs> i
1: hope <laughs> yeah and they do one of the things that uh i would say is very impressive is the fact that like all of us create D- diy content it it falls into that framework like we show people how to make you know stuff whatever um but there is this disconnect between showing people how to make stuff and actually thinking that they're going to make the thing that you're making for sure when like 99% of the time like i've just come to i've just come to understand the fact People aren't gonna make the things that I'm, I'm making. They're they're just not. Even though I'm like teaching them how to do it, it's more like inspiration fodder. However, you have an audience that like that makes this stuff that you make
0: and better than me. It.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to say.
0: Man, well, the Discord community are, are always come like I, I put these little featurettes sometimes in my videos where I'm showing off the things that they make, and it's like. It isn't like placating or they genuinely constantly impressing me. Every time I jump on there, I'm like, oh, they're so talented. Um, I get more inspiration from them than the other way around. For sure. 100%. Um, the last like few videos were ones that they've requested or they've said, no, it'd be cool. Like that tent one I did where like a backpack becomes a tent. Yeah, I love that. We one. were straight up. Yeah, we were straight up on a live stream. Someone's like, no, it'd be cool. I'm like, that would be cool. Um, Yeah. Oh, I love our audience. They're so cool. <laughs> but it is, it is genuinely impressive that you have
1: such an active audience that like that builds the things that you build based on the stuff that you've made in your videos. And that's like, I don't want to say that's unheard of in our space, but it's, it's, it's pretty rare. Whereas you have definitely tapped into a market of people who take your content and run with it.
0: I, I think it's part of it is the fact that it's, it's really fun. Like a lot of the stuff they're making, like it's, I know for me, like, I watch a lot of how-to videos just in researching stuff. But if I see someone make, like, a cabinet or whatever, I learn the techniques and stuff, but I'm not really interested in making a cabinet, right? Um, unless I'm very specifically looking on how to make a cabinet, and that's a different audience. That's, a, you know, um, we have kind of the different buckets we put things in in YouTube where it's that... You know you have the help hub or like a tentpole content and the helps the stuff that brings people in from the, just the outside world and that's when you're looking for a specific thing i want to learn how to make a cabinet you search that that's your help hub is like the stuff that keeps your people coming back it's your type of content that's like oh i love this this particular person's spin on this thing i'm gonna i'm here for that uh, then there's like the big tent pull, like the huge event things where you do like a, a fun collaboration or something. Um, but yeah, my, our, I'm really lucky that the the hub type of stuff that my audience likes is just really fun, nerdy stuff. And they're usually making it for like a LARP they're going to or a cosplay, or you know, there's some kind of purpose behind it with that. But um I, it warms my little black heart when they take something that I made and then I see their spin on it. I love watching somebody else's spin on a thing I make. I think that's the coolest thing ever.
3: And it's good that you double down on on, on the uh, tent pole kind of concept with the tent project. Yeah, yeah it's literally hilarious. a
0: tent pole. <laughs> and it was one of my, I, I would consider that a tent pole. Uh, it's kind of a bigger, flashy little project we got there. Yeah, I mean, and I have This to, is the humor that, that Wes brings, by
3: the way. <laughs> yeah, so I hope you enjoy humor, it. Because yeah, exactly. He lays it off. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm
3: with you in, in agreement with what you were saying in a couple of your videos with uh like you love projects that have like a transforming capability. Um I have a Honda element and so that I think that's like the most transforming car that I've ever seen. It for those unaware that like,
0: camp in, like it opens up in like a it. tent. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, the back like all the, the seats all can fold flat to like one flat surface. You could like yeah. fold the back seats along the walls, you could take them out. It's very transformable and customizable. Uh-huh. And so I, I have a native kind of interest in that sort of space. So you uh,
0: need to set I think, it up so yeah. that whenever you move your chairs, the, the transformer sound from the 1980s cartoon comes on. You know, that wharf, 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 when they, you they, it... they transform, that'd be sick.
3: You, you say that jokingly, but I had a uh, car God, PC be, that'd be sick. In, in the car. Like, this is probably 15 years ago. I had a PC in the car uh, with a touchscreen before infotainment systems and stuff in, in cars were like the standard. And I had a, a basically I had windows on it. And so when the car would start up, it would I changed the boot up sound to the Transformers
0: sound effect. <laughs> that's and awesome. And same thing when
3: you like shut down, like when you turn the key off, it actually went through a shutdown sequence. I had like a special board that kept the battery alive to yeah. that system so it could like naturally shut down like Windows wants to do. And sure. then it kills the
0: battery contact after oh, like a minute or something. Really
3: cool. And then, of course, I added the 3D printed like Autobot logo on the front and the back. And yeah. it's just.
0: Yeah. Oh, I dig that. Um, I'm all about that. That's yeah. great.
3: <laughs> that can relate.
0: So crafty. So out of uh, out of all
2: the projects you've done so far, uh, which one has been your your favorite, the one that you think probably best defines uh, the channel or what you've done on there?
0: Oh man, you um, know that's really hard for me. I, I'm I'm one of those horrible craft hoarders. Like everything I make is my precious baby. Um, and even if it's like even if it was horrible and i i hated how it came out it's like my special precious baby like um it's still mine all those mistakes and the horrible things for the thing that i did and, and it's um i guess the, the ones that i have the most fun with tend to be that like the little transforming things like the backpack i just had a blast with the stupid cooler i really had a lot of fun with um i think the first time for me though where this kind of the, the nerdier aspect of it it's like the two pieces of my life the diy and the nerd really finally kind of crashed together for me was the um i, I made a staff like a it almost looks like a woods witch staff For, for my cursed druid um, And that like I Still to this day I turn and I look at that thing And I'm like oh, I love you so much It just <laughs> it came out so good And it's one of those things that feels Real like you hold it And it's heavy it's like it's It just looks really cool um, And I made it at a time where like We were kind of like heat of COVID Area and there was you know um, Huge like layoffs at work You know my, my job job and stuff and I think I needed that outlet to sit and make a thing just to get a lot out. Um, and that was good. That was really good for me to make that piece. So I, I think that's probably the one to me that just springs to head first like that. For sure. I'm curious. I mean, it's just about me. How about you guys? What projects you love? Tell me your dreams, your passions, your hopes. Let's take a walk together.
1: <laughs> no, like I, <laughs> one question I did have you, you constantly refer to your channel as the, a show yeah like your as your videos is like the show do you like is that what your your long game is for skill tree is to develop it into like
0: a show i mean i i guess i guess i have trouble parsing them out so i i know like from kind of i i was in like tv and and in video and stuff and i understand like broadcast show right but now i think because we've moved to streaming and moved to like i spend hours on it. it's a pre-produced thing that is made like to me as it stands right now it is a show um you know if it was something if you mean like picked up by like a network of some sort or whatever um no that's not really i don't really have a long game i have I, my i enjoy doing it and if it becomes a thing i can do like to make a living, that would just be the dream. If not, I still love doing it. So, just kind of as it is, I'm I'm digging I'm digging the ride so far. I get to meet a lot of cool people, and um I get to do some fun stuff all the time. Uh, that's yeah. I have no master plan. I am just yeah. well, I'm seat in my pants. <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to like do the
1: Christine McConnell kind of thing, go from YouTube to Netflix, or uh,
0: so I feel like. And this is, this might be unfair because I'm sure there are cases out there where it's it's been very successful but I feel like most of the shows I know that have been able to make that kind of jump die over there um just because the thing that keeps you alive on YouTube and kind of like what I talked about before is your audience like that interaction there's there's it's so like skin- to skin contact between you on YouTube and your audience where they're they're in your comment section talking to you and if you have like a discord they they're there and i feel like when you have that disconnect it's now somebody who's just throwing content at you that for you to consume you have no interaction with that content anymore and i just feel like where we're moving as kind of society and how we expect content to be we expect that close contact with the creator and i don't i don't know that i would want to let go of that i really enjoy that contact with my audience i really enjoy that
2: Yeah. I- Whenever we have a guest on, it's always interesting asking some of these questions because for the last, I don't know, five to eight years that we've seen YouTube and, and online content creators making things and develop, you see this interesting trajectory where everybody kind of started with a, you know, kind of a, a crappy camera in, in front of it. And then, you know, the awkward, you know, you know central frame. central <laughs> in the headlight. And yeah. <laughs> and then as people start building audiences and seeing the evolution of getting a crew and getting editors and getting a cameraman, starting to sell products. Some people yep. uh, starting their own businesses or starting their own um, online learning. It's just that trajectory is really interesting to see, you know, what path people take and then also wondering, well, what's next? You know, for right. some, it's the, the Netflix thing, which, you know, like you said, you know, it seems like kind of dies because what made you successful here, that's not the same. Yeah, it's it's the not the same different animals it, Yeah. yeah. So that trajectory is really interesting to see how how different people, you know, evolve over time with their with their craft. Yeah, And
0: I I can see, like, that's totally understandable because at a certain point, to, to your point, you start hiring people, right? Because you get to the point where it is growing past your own capacities. So, like, Maddie comes on and she's my editor now. So now there's two of us. So now it isn't just like, if I mess up, it's just me and whatever, I go off and do something else. I now have somebody else who's working equally as hard as I am tied to this thing that I, I'm now, you know, I want to make sure we take care of, you know? Um, so then, you know, uh, as we start bringing on to your point, like sponsorships and stuff like that's a whole other thing that comes on. And now we're like, okay, we might have to bring maybe someone else on because we don't have the bandwidth to handle this thing as well. So now I, I can see that trajectory happen where you're like, cool. Now we have this little family that we've made of people who rely on this thing to exist. Um, and at any point in time, YouTube could change its terms of service. It can change anything. And everything you've worked for is just gone. Like that's, that's the gamble you do when you're, when you're on this thing, unless you diversify. So you start bringing in, you know, you get mailing lists, you bring in content where maybe you do a merch store, where even if, you know, YouTube were to go to pieces, you still have this other thing that you've been able to build. So I think it's smart to diversify that way. So should the rug get pulled up from underneath you, your, your family is taken care of. Um, And not only that, but like the family that is my subscribers, I mean, that the people on the discord that i talk to all the time like i would hate for something to happen and it's just like now i'm just away from them now it's gone um you know what i mean like i don't i don't want that so a lot of i can see that growth almost it becomes like a a, a truck going down a hill right you're just as you pick up momentum <laughs> twitter <you're> like, i <laughs> need yeah, tw- tw- yeah exactly right yeah well, you've got to be careful. You don't go down the hill like that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you just right. completely go up in flames, and and you know, burnout's a thing that you got to worry about. So you'll see people start bringing on other talent onto their show to be like, "Hey, can you do like every other episode for me for a while?" Or um, because yeah, it's it's hard, especially DIYers. You guys know. I mean, releasing a, a video, you're doing two whole whole art projects. You're making the thing or you're doing the thing, and then you have to make a video, which is a whole other skill set, and it's crazy. To, like the fact that you've got to finish that carving tonight and then edit a video my heart weeps for so hard I,
1: I am panicking so <laughs> you bad.
0: should be, that's a lot
3: of work Oh, so see if you actually lived here that's in North true. Carolina you, could have a, you may have some set of help
0: hands, right?
3: not bad. just my shop there's at least like five other people that have shops that CNC machines I'm just saying
0: uh, find a, Make find a willing maker space right just <laughs> get right. up in there Bro, uh, not to, to comment your show, but somebody asked what other skills I would want to learn on the chat, and it's just, just a real fast answers to, to all yeah. of them. I'm, <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm one of those people who's like, as soon as I see a thing, and especially if I witness somebody doing a thing, sure. there's something like magical when somebody does a thing that they're good at, and you watch them, and you're like, oh my god, that's so cool, and I instantly want to learn. Yeah. Um, that's immediately though i'm i'm one of those people who i'll learn just enough to start being dangerous with it and then i walk away from it for like six months and then i'll come back to it eventually right
3: (laughs) yeah i often refer to myself as a skill collector in in that same kind of regard for sure
0: yeah yeah it's that's uh there's a part of why i call my my little group the the skill monkeys like they just wander around collecting skills wherever they can um just grabbing them all up but yeah i'm addicted to to learning the things Uh, that's what i do
1: <laughs> have you seen that uh the hyper video on like TikTok or instagram looks like, like thanks to hyper fixation. like i'm i am learning this thing i surround myself you know learning yeah. all about this thing let's do this thing ah uh, all right now now let's go like next thing focus <laughs> on a new thing yeah
0: that's me for yeah. sure 100 percent me yeah, sorry H- sean H- what were you saying the craft. Like, i true. actually forgot now
1: oh <laughs> So um, since we are like talking about videos and content, since we are content creators, like, what is your process going from Like, how do you get your ideas and then from that point,
0: video? Yeah. So it's a, it's kind of a funny process. Um, so Maddie and I will usually meet. We'll have our business meetings. Um, it, it's been wandering days as we find ways to fit it in and stuff. But we'll, we'll sit and we'll have a business meeting. We'll be like, what are we going to do? So we have this kind of running list that our communities either ask for or that we've in the past passed by things and thought were cool. Um, But it usually devolves into us just drinking and trolling on Pinterest (laughs) until we we look at a base of a thing and go, that's cool. And then we start riffing on what would make it more cool. Um, And then usually we get lost to the point where we're just like fantasizing about this awesome thing we would like. And then eventually we're like, we should make an episode about that. We're like, yeah, that was a lot of fun to talk about. So we we try to just find the thing that we, we get passionate about um, because she's good. She's a, a very good counterpoint to me where if I start to lull in a project and it's that, you know, once I'm bored of a thing, I want to walk away from it. If I start to lull in a project and I, I lose my excitement for it, she's really good about building that back up in kind of an organic way because I, I it's like, pulling teeth for me to finish a project I'm not excited about I I hate it Um, so she's very good about making sure that I'm excited about the projects I'm working on so I'm I'm very grateful for that but then from there um, it's usually a planning process where I figure out the mechanics of how it'll actually work and she figures out how to make it pretty Um, so I'll usually send her like a base drawing or something and she'll do the art to actually like make it something awesome and then sends it back to me. And then I figure out how to make that bit real. Um, you know, if I have to carve it or if I have to, you know, pull up other parts to, to make this thing look like this thing. Um, and then it gets to building. And by then it's usually a frantic process because I'm just junk about sticking to a, a schedule. So we'll be ahead in content and then I'll blow it all because I decide to make something more cool and I have an extra week to do it, so why not? Um, So, yeah, then it's just me frantically making a thing. Uh, Once the footage is in, though, I will give it to her in Dropbox. um, And then she does her editing magic and spits out a spits out a whole video of all my nonsense, which is just fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) kind of there's a little middle process in there too, where I take the rough cut and I, that's how I write my script as I um I I'm off. That's the one skill I need to learn. I'm horrible. I can't type to save my life. I'm a T-Rex. I'm a T-Rex typer. So when I'm writing so the script, like, I'm actually,
1: hmm? Oh no, no, keep going.
0: No, so when I'm writing the script, I'm doing it through, through, um, talk to text. So I watch my rough cut. And while I'm watching my rough cut, I'm like, now I sky the leather, you know what I mean? And it let it write it down. So it has little, bullet points and then when i get to actually in front of the camera i mostly just riff off of what i already you know put on there so they're they're like bullet points of like i did this just so i don't miss any of the steps as i'm going but then all like the flavor text is just me yammering
1: <laughs> yeah because i was i'm always curious as to people's pre-production and that do you have like an idea of like all the shots you want to get the flow the tone like what you're going to say all kind of stuff or is it like like me in the middle of the project being like Oh, man, I should do this. And so like reset everything, like move the lights, move the camera,
2: yep. get that
1: shot because the the edit comes together in my brain as I'm yes. making the thing <laughs> rather than the smart thing to do would be, you know, pre-plan it. OK, I'm going to do this, get all these shots. Yeah, that would be the smart thing to do. No, me and my brain are like in the middle of it. You know, it would be cool if I like rig up the camera on the ceiling and get a yeah. top down.
0: That'd be awesome. Let me get distracted making (laughs) this thing so i can do this thing yeah i feel that so hard so because I, i know you have a film background too um i i definitely see it like in my head i already see it framed out and kind of on the screen so when i'm making a thing i'm like a good shot for this would be from that angle coming down this way with the lights here or whatever, but it's just the worst way to be shooting. Cause you're right. Like it's every other scene I'm stopping what I'm doing. I'm getting up, I'm moving my camera. I'm moving my lights, making sure that all looks good. Then I get back to work. Um, it, it makes a project like 10 times longer, but I don't know how else to do it. Cause a lot of times I'm making stuff up as I go. So I can't plan my, I can't plan my shots. So yeah it's kind of it's tricksy it's it's, it's a tricky when you get real fast the camera moves though <laughs> do you have a uh,
2: holy grail type project that you would love to attack or tackle one day
0: man there's one i i mean it's it's kind of like a i don't know if i call it a holy grail project but it's one i've been dying to work on anyways and that's um i need to make a dishing stump and i want to make metal armor um i very specifically i need to make one one of my mods so you call him the, the bearded gremlin um, he he asked me to make him like a a cool kind of face mask, all out of kind of hammered hammered metal, um, and I very much want to make this thing very badly. But it's just <laughs> all these other. And we're we're constantly, like I said, I'm 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 trash at managing my time, so we're always like cutting things very close. So for something that large, I know that. It's so outside of anything I've ever done that I want to give myself enough padding to do a good job or at least a, a solid attempt at doing a good job and not rush it. Um, so, yeah, that one that one's been my white whale for a little bit just because it's it keeps eluding me the time to be able to do it but soon, very soon. I promise you, Graham, if you're listening, I promise you. So do you take on uh, commissions at times? No, Um uh, so uh, everything that I've made I've, I've been, again, they're all my precious Babies and I hoard them um, Except for like, I Wolf who's in the Chat now, as a matter of fact, um, I made her a camera bag And I begrudgingly let that go Which was beautiful, I miss it already <laughs> um, But it's uh, I've had people ask for commissions I genuinely just don't have the time mm-hmm. um, If I took on And I feel bad if I took on one for someone And then somebody else asked for something and I can't do it then like I, I feel bad about that so it's better if I just don't. <laughs> so
1: I have a I have an out there question for you.
0: Uh-huh. All right, ready? I'm here, I'm if yeah, Skill I'm Tree yeah.
1: was a game of Clue, yes, what would be the locations and the weapons?
0: All right, Colonel Mustard for sure, because he's shifty. You know it's Colonel Mustard did it, right? And it was with a pipe, because he's 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 dirty like that, and just smashing around. Uh, at the Conservatory, though, I think. Someone's no, out there
3: <laughs>
1: I don't think you're picking up what I'm putting down. Like if <laughs> Those like, are the answers you know, I would have given. Those I mean, are, the, yeah, that, that's, that's how every game What are you talking Clu about, Davin? I don't know, but it's like, you know how there's, like, different versions of Clue, like Simpsons Clue. Oh, oh like okay, all right, Clu. I see what you So, skill tree There was clue. a Skill Tree right. Clue.
0: Like what would be, what would be your map? What would be your locations and what would be your weapons? Oh, hot damn. All right. So it would have to be somewhere. Fa- I went to, uh, it's going to sound like I'm bougie, but I went like as a plus one with somebody to Switzerland and there was, um, this castle Chateau de Chillon. It's the only actual ca- like nice castle I've ever been in. Well, I'd want it to be that setting. Cause it's just that dope medieval aesthetic. Um, for the 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 weapon, it doesn't sound like a weapon, but it is. It's my my cloak of the assassin because it's just knives everywhere in that thing. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, the, whoever the killer is, a dead giveaway. He's the one wearing the cloak with all the knives in it. Um, uh, person, I mean, probably it's either me or Maddie, right? One of us has killed the other. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> it's a really fast game. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I think somebody in the comment was like, "I'm surprised she hasn't shanked you yet." <laughs> oh yeah, no, she
0: has kind of. We're on a. <laughs> I went the first time I actually like in person met her. She lives in Florida, so we uh, met her like by the beach or whatever. And the first thing she does, she had found a sharp little shell, and she goes, "Wham!" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh!" <laughs> so yeah, she kind of shanked me. It's good. good. Everybody I know yeah. eventually shanks me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all of you will eventually find a way to stab me.
2: seems fair. seems fair. Yeah. Are there any projects okay. that you would actually try to avoid because either for difficulty or just not not within your you know your uh, purview.
0: Oh man I don't know I don't know if there's anything I'd actively avoid because of its difficulty um, It's probably more the opposite range if I find it boring. So, like, especially, like, on the show, I probably won't end up making, like, a lot of, like, I don't want to make it sound like it's bad because it's incredible. Like, people will build, like, furniture and stuff. That's an incredible skill. That's amazing. Um, but, like, I, I doubt I'm going to be making, like, regular old wallets anytime soon out of leather or whatever. It just, again, to me, those type of projects for me to actually do is, like, pulling teeth. Like, I, I, I have no interest. It doesn't excite me that, the same way. It's not fun for me. Um, no shade at all on people who do it. Like there's one guy that I watch who that's what he, I like watching it. I, I watched this one guy who works in leather and he's like the most incredible artist I've ever seen. Just does amazing things. But Little I would poll, goods
1: Or who, who are you?
0: What's his, Oh, what is his name? I will have to find him now. Hold on. Ethan. Talk amongst yourself when I search. <laughs> Ethan Carter. That'd no, cool. I know Ethan though. I love Ethan. <laughs> yeah, hey, Ethan's a good dude he's near he's near me actually he lives he lives fairly close by you anyway, i'm gonna do a little collaboration with that boy uh corner him I'll yeah awesome. he
1: uh yeah, before, speaking, speaking yes. of ethan he he sent me a uh
0: a nintendo switch keychain in <laughs> my car yeah i saw and when he made, it, made those was, on look, instagram yeah he does a really good he's come a long way with his leather crafting like he's every time yeah. i see him post something it's like way cleaner i'm like oh man he's so good <laughs> He's really, really good. I like his content. Yeah, we do too. G- gentle Shank. Hey, Bear. I've seen a lot of familiar faces. Yeah, you brought uh, you brought a
1: wider community into the chat this evening. My, so my little,
0: little peeps, my little, 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 little fam. It's good. Speaking
3: of community, that I'm a fan of is our patrons over at Patreon.com/slash/MakingGeeks, with their financial contributions <laughs> each and every time. Yeah, we're getting pretty good at that. Yeah, that's a
2: good segue. Segues. Like oh, yeah. We fall yeah. off of it most times.
3: Yeah, I or do. off a cliff, but <laughs> usually land. the segues are pretty safe. Um, thanks to all of our top patrons, Jordan, no- Nolan, your brother, yes, Square Splinter, and Clinton. You guys are awesome, including each and every one of you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for what you do.
0: Great. Thank you for supporting these fine
2: people. Huzzah. Huzzah. So that's, it's uh, that time of the show where we uh, try to find out what been geeking out about this week. Go do first, I go so first? I, uh,
1: okay. I've been spending many late nights in the shop, Last night <laughs> I was I was up till all hours of the morning And I was trying to find some Entertainment to like to put on While I while I did carving The rune carvings because it's just Tedious and uh There's there's a new movie that Came out to rent called bullet train
2: Have You guys seen that not yet
1: So it is it's A what's the best way I can Describe it it is a Japanese Neo noir uh, Who done it mystery with this A-list cast of like everybody in this movie is like a huge actor. Even the cameos in it are like, are just insane actors, but it is. So it, it was done by the production company that, uh, eighty seven eleven. Do you, do you know them? They did, they did all the John wick movies and okay, okay. They're, they're like, that, they're that like makes choreographers sense. for, yeah, right. yeah. I've seen the so trailers. So. Like, so think the the style of John Wick as a Japanese neo noir with Brad Pitt on this Japanese bullet train. It was insanely. Was it good? I remember
0: the the trailer. I
1: don't, trailer for I don't it. know if I liked it, cause it was, it was that like the best part of the movie is Tangerine and Lemon, uh, which are the the twins, the two the mm-hmm. two guys. But like everybody on this train ends up being like a hitman. Uh, and it's just like, who's going to survive? Like what's going to happen next? But in the, like in the vein of John wick, so very John wicky, but very like Japanese over the top, very colorful. The dialogue was on point. I do have to say like, it was very witty. It was very funny. It was very entertaining. Don't know if I liked it, but still, it was a good time. It was a good time for me at like two o'clock in the morning. I'd be like, you know, with the, with the runes on this, on this cabinet, to have that in the background, so yes, I, I'm kind of geeking out about it because it was, it was an entertainingly fun uh, to watch at wee hours in the morning. So that's kind of what I'm geeking out. The
0: wee hours.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm geeking out about something Star Wars related that is not Andor. <laughs> um, Tales of the Jedi um, has actually kind of surprised me by being a little bit better than I thought. Uh, the animated short series, but specifically the the part talking. I've only a couple episodes in. Talk about Dooku's backstory and dealings with Yaddle, which I thought was was really good. In fact, I that's think actually that's, really cool. Yeah, the the yeah. storytelling in that I think is better than some of the uh, the last couple of movies that came out. I would rather watch that again than the Last Jedi. So I'll just say
0: that. Does it have any more like deep explanation on like Yaddle and Yoda's races or um, anything?
2: I don't I don't think it had any of that, but it did tell some backstory that I thought was interesting that rounded out the story in a in a better way than what they chose to say otherwise. And I think it made Dooku's character a lot more interesting than I than I kind of would have thought. Um, hmm. And it takes place concurrently to episode two, um, I believe, at least part of it does. Hmm. And I thought that was that was good. If you yeah, like Star I'll Wars, check that, out. that sounds cool. Yeah, it's worth checking out
3: uh, myself. I've been geeking out about the Artemis launch that finally went up. Uh, yeah, so cool. So super cool. The first um, human rated vehicle to head to the moon in over 50 years. Like that's just nuts. Um, Sad I didn't get to see it in person launch. I had a couple buddies that did and I got some pretty cool shot. I saw some pretty cool shots from some of them. Uh, One guy that I know he actually writes articles for space.com among other publications and he had permission to set up remote cameras and stuff like closer to the launch pad than a person can get that are like triggered automatically by like the light.
0: Uh And he
3: took some crazy pictures in that way. And is just super neat. Uh, The other thing is a a game that's been out for like probably five years
2: now. I've
3: been playing with uh, Jordan, one of our patrons uh, and it's called raft. Have you guys played this game?
2: I know of it, but I've not played it. You're you're out out on the ocean, right?
3: Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're on a raft. Uh, You're in the ocean it's a survival game. It's like Minecraft uh, or uh, uh, Valheim. It's a survival kind of game. You, you gather materials that they float towards you and it, it, different kinds of materials like uh, like fronds from trees, scraps of wood, scraps of plastic. And then eventually you gain access through building different things with those things, you know, higher and higher levels of tech tree kind of thing, just like Minecraft. Eventually you'll uncover uh, you know, different islands that have different resources that aren't otherwise available. Then you're like, oh, there's stuff underneath the surface, and there's like coral reefs that you can swim in. Pull up like scrap metal that's like buried in the ground. All the while, there's a great white shark that's like harassing you the entire time, They're constantly nibbling at your your raft. And uh, so you have to like constantly repair and it's just like you're constantly spinning plates, trying to figure out which is the most important thing to spend your resource on at a given moment. And so like the first couple hours of of playing it's very frantic and you're like running around and and it's multiplayer that's the the beauty of it you can play I'm not even sure what the upper limit is but with Jordan and I we were playing that thing for hours and hours and hours and we're like okay I'm gonna do this you do that and then you have to maintain uh, your thirst level and hunger and you have a health bar so if either your thirst or your health deplete enough beyond the certain threshold your health meter starts depleting and if you die if your buddy's not around to save you you lose uh three two-thirds of your inventory on your person it's just gone it's random and so it's good to stick together and it's a lot of fun highly recommend it it's like 20 bucks on steam and you can probably find it cheaper like on good old games or some other uh platforms like that highly recommend it if if you're going to pick it up let us know in the discord and we'll play with you
0: that sounds a lot of fun my um uh, my wife likes to joke that if we ever were like on a or if I ever found myself on a raft in the middle of the ocean with other people, like they'd come to rescue us five minutes later and I would have already started <laughs> eating the other people. But like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, immediately, I'm like, food, need food immediately. I'm, I love to eat. So, yeah, she's like, you would definitely kill and eat everybody else on that ship. Um, my my nerding out for the week is it's actually like my relaxation thing that I've just kind of discovered. I don't know if any of you have ever played the choice of games on your phone. So it's just like old school text RPG, basically. It's it's like yeah, choose your adventure almost where it's, you know, you read a bit of a story and then you have a choice to make at the the bottom of it. And then that leads to the next bit of the story or whatever. And they have a whole bunch of them, like ones like, uh, you know, you're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse and you're, you're one of the survivors and you're making all these different choices and you're trying not to die. Um, but they are like, really fun for me (laughs) i don't know why i spend stupid amounts of time just up in bed until like i drop my phone on my face type of deal um just playing that thing till all hours it's uh i i really really enjoy choice of games i highly recommend you check it out
1: oh speaking of checking things out uh you should check out our social medias we're all on social media we love to show, you know, show everybody what we're working on at any given moment. So if you want to see all the stuff that Sean is working on, you can find him at Geek Builders. If you want to see all the stuff that Wes is working on, you can find him at Geek Smithing. Uh, Kit, where do, you, where do you want to point people to to your stuff?
0: Uh, skill Tree. Skill Tree on YouTube is is number one. And then we have uh, uh, SkillTree.how if you want to find a, a website. Yeah, And for me,
1: uh, if you want to stay up late with me tonight... I'll be working on a God of War cabinet, and you can follow me at Once Upon War Pitch. You should live stream and man
0: some company. Yeah, you should like just,
1: it, live stream it, and then have people
2: it. like talk to try to keep it's you awake dead. as you that's true. Carve yeah. hours of the night. Donate a fun.
3: dollar, I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah.
0: You need uh, the, the audible uh, ring to.
3: That's right. That's right. Keep going. There's only one thing that'll keep me awake. It's your donations.
0: It wasn't so. Someone's calling out the fact that that was another amazing segue. Super smooth. Very well done, by the way. I, I, I wanted I'm glad a, we have spent yeah, the last yeah.
1: 284 episodes
0: <laughs> tying down You had the a flow capability. and I didn't want to break it, but I was like,
2: I'll, I'll break the segue then, talking about our website. <laughs> so if you want to find out more about the show, just go ahead and check out makinggeeks.com. We have a contact page, so if you want to make any suggestions for the show in terms of topics or their ideas, you can leave those right there. You can also listen to all of our past episodes right there in the browser, and we also have a shop with some uh making themed merchandise for you to possibly pick up and bring into your home um i'd like to say thank you to everybody in the live chat it's always really cool seeing the side conversation going on while we're recording uh, super great always,
3: group today yeah.
2: yeah it always adds like a little bit of life to the show otherwise we're just like talking out into the ether if you'd like to be part of that fantastic group we record every thursday evening uh 9 30 eastern 8 30 central and 6 30 pacific you can find new episodes of the show every Saturday morning on your favorite podcast player of choice. Wanna thank Kit for being on the show. Thank you very much. Hey, it's great Thanks having you on good. here. Thank you for having me. A lot of fun. So for all of us, all of you, have a great
1: Speaking of the stream, if you need to pee,
0: do so now. Just right here?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's called a stream for a reason. Children, you need to be quiet. We're about to go live.